Hi there, Monica White, licensed mental health counselor here. Welcome to Boost Your EQ. This is the podcast where I teach the most important psychology skills you can learn to build abundant, thriving relationships with yourself and the people around you. This is episode 33, and it's called My Favorite Boss. In this episode, I'm going to discuss the 12 ways to reduce workplace stress, and I'm going to tie it into my favorite boss and how she actually promoted self-care for all her employees and practiced all the above skills. So if you go to my Instagram at wellbe2go, you can find the PDF that says 12 ways to reduce workplace stress. And I'm going to run through that and also link it to my favorite boss story. So let's go ahead and get started. All right, so it's February 2020 outside of Boston, and I'm dedicating season three to my favorite boss of all times. And so we all need to have a mentor in our life, our bright, shining beacon star, our North Star, right? And I'm so lucky that I had one great boss in my entire life. And it's a little sad to say, um, however, I'm sure many people can relate that it's really hard to find a wonderful boss. And when we get that one person in our life, and some people may have more than one person, which, which is wonderful, um, but at least if you have one wonderful boss in your life, you know that it's life-changing. So my boss, uh, eight years ago, is still my bright, shining beacon of light, and almost everything I do is modeled after her. And so I'm going to go through the 12 ways to reduce workplace stress, and I'm going to discuss how my favorite boss did all of these things to promote a really healthy work environment for all her employees and how she modeled all the above skills. So here we go. Let's get started into the 12 ways to reduce workplace stress. So if you like, you can write a checklist, one through 12, and as I go through each one, you can ask yourself, yes or no, does my boss do this? Or, you know, you can ask yourself, do I do this for my employees? So that's one way you can kind of um, actively work through this checklist. But anyhow, so number one, does your boss keep employees informed of changes taking place in the organization so that you and your coworkers feel included? So you can checklist yes or no. Number two, does your boss make sure that you and your fellow employees are given advance notice of upcoming deadlines? Number three, is your boss respectful of ongoing work demands when adding new demands and projects? And does your boss acknowledge the extra stress and inconvenience? Number four, does your boss demonstrate appreciation? Is your boss realistic, validating, and supportive? Number five, does your boss make sure that adequate training is offered? Number six, does your boss, whenever possible, offer continuing education? Number seven, does your boss maintain regular evaluations so that you and your fellow coworkers can gain constructive feedback? Number eight, when you request support, 
Does your boss offer it? Number nine. Does your boss clearly define employee roles, expectations, challenging projects, and areas of responsibility? Number 10. Does your boss encourage good health and stress reduction in the workplace? And, you know, your boss also, are they familiar with community resources and company resources? Number 11. Does your boss educate other management about signs and symptoms of stress in employees, and does your boss cultivate a positive work environment? And lastly, number 12, is your boss a role model in practicing stress management techniques? So does your boss, are they a role model to everyone in practicing stress management techniques? You know, basically, do they take care of themselves? Do they practice self-care? And do they have um, a work-life balance? And are they modeling that for everyone? Okay, so those are the 12 ways to reduce workplace stress. If you are a boss or a manager or a supervisor, do you practice most of those steps? And if you have a boss or a manager, is your boss or manager practicing those steps as well? So it seems like a lot, and when I came across this checklist, I thought, those are a lot of ways to reduce workplace stress. I mean, even just doing half of those would go a long way towards making our workplaces, you know, healthier and more positive places to be. And when I reviewed the entire checklist and I thought about my favorite boss ever, I actually identified that she did all of these things. It sounds impossible, but she literally did all of these steps at one point or another. And, you know, it's so impressive. And I'm going to explain a little bit how she actually implemented every single one of these steps. So we've all heard the quote by Maya Angelou that says, I've learned that people will forget what you said People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Okay, so my favorite healthy boss, working for her, I felt safe and calm. <laughs> for years working under this boss, I felt safe, trusting, autonomous, confident, and calm. I really felt like I had skills and ability and that she allowed me to use my best skills and my highest training level. So, you know, it was a great work environment being around her. In fact, my office was right next to hers, which usually you don't want to be right next to your boss, but I loved being right next to my boss. In fact, even though I could probably throw a paperclip into her office, that's how close we were, I didn't feel like she was ever in my emotional space because she had such great boundaries. She was so healthy. She did not micromanage. She never overstepped her boundaries. She promoted self-care. She let us make our decisions. She respected us as um, professionals. She trusted us to use our judgment and she always promoted equality with everyone. I don't know how she did it. She's just like an exceptional person. One of the things that she definitely taught me is to take care of yourself. 
So I love this boss because she always um, had it regularly scheduled on her calendar to do haircuts and manicures. And, you know, those seem like superficial things, but she really took a lot of time to spend quality time with friends and family and, you know, took interesting trips and all those kinds of things. So it's so important for a healthy boss to engage in self-care, right? So my favorite boss, she definitely did that. She modeled that and she always encouraged us to do the same just by simply scheduling that into her calendar and making sure that it was a priority. So as a young person, you know, in the BH field, in the behavioral health field, it's pretty often that we had not so healthy bosses. In fact, unfortunately, I've had more unhealthy bosses than healthy. However, I was lucky with this one particular boss to have an amazing role model. And so everything I do, maybe, you know, I put her up on a pedestal too much, but everything I do is related back to how she treated me and how she treated all our coworkers and what a healthy work environment she created. Okay, so how did my favorite healthy boss, how did she accomplish steps one through seven? So number one, she definitely kept us informed of changes taking place and we all felt included. So this was through weekly meetings where we would all um, have like a circle together and we would, you know, run through the new upcoming deadlines and new upcoming projects and things that were happening, right? So we had weekly meetings all together where we all participated and um, had a voice and so we all shared something, right? So my favorite healthy boss also, number two, she would give us advance notice of upcoming deadlines. So anytime we had an auditing um, coming up, she would make sure like weeks ahead of time that we would all get together and we would like kind of coach each other to update our records and to get through the audit together. She also, number three, was super respectful of ongoing work demands. Anytime she added a new demand, it was something that was designed to be helpful to us and our patients and so you know she would acknowledge the extra stress and so if she was adding like a new uh, let's say assessment then there would be a reason for it and so it was kind of inspiring to participate in that with her and realistically you know everything she did had a reason and it was sustainable and it was common sense, you know, so you provide assessments because it's going to improve, you know, our ability to serve our patients and it was just going to be a helpful way to like document. So everything she did made perfect sense. Number four, my favorite healthy boss definitely demonstrated appreciation. She was validating and supportive. Anytime I had a question, I could just pop right in her office and ask her and she'd answer it. You know, it's so simple, so like calm, it's so amazing. <laughs> and number five, my favorite healthy boss made sure adequate training was always offered. I mean, above and beyond, the training I received under her was superb to say the least. She was always searching for the most modern, current, best research and she would apply it. So it was so inspiring. Number six, my favorite healthy boss, definitely offered continuing education. So training and education, she did both. She would bring in, you know, national speakers and we would get credits and continuing education that were super applicable to our job and just enhanced it and made it better. And she'd schedule that into our work 
in um, weeks. So it's not like we had to take time outside of work to do these trainings. It was built into our schedule. So that's really incredible. I've seen a lot of bosses who don't do that or who maybe ask you to take trainings on the weekends or during your evening hours. Number seven, my favorite healthy boss maintained regular evaluations so that we could get constructive feedback. So this is very interesting. Anytime I had an evaluation with my favorite boss, it was something that was super helpful. So I came out of evaluations having more insight and more clarity, and it was never critical. She always focused on our strengths and, you know, made improvements that made sense to our job, you know, and that like built us up. And, you know, you want to be wary of any employer that's being critical and negative because, you know, evaluations are designed for constructive feedback. So they should be proactive. It should be solutions focused, something that you can do that is going to help you um, accomplish your job duties like in a more effective way. So it should be positive. And if you're not getting positive feedback, then that's something to be aware of. And if you're stressed at work, chances are it's not you. It is your boss's job, it's your supervisor's job, it's your leadership, it's their job to promote employee stress management skills and to create a environment that is promotes self-care for their employees, right? So if you're feeling stressed at work, chances are most likely not you, and you can look at your managers and try to identify, you know, are they doing things that could be promoting an optimal work environment? And could they get support to validate um, your experience and reduce workplace stress? Anyhow, so that's a tangent. Back to number seven. My favorite healthy boss maintained regular evaluations so that we would gain constructive feedback. And I always felt like the evaluations were very fair and um, helpful and they're constructive. So I never went into evaluations worrying if I was doing something wrong because my boss wasn't a critical person. She always was looking at um, appropriate feedback. So if you ever get an evaluation that's personal and that feels critical and like you're being micromanaged, you may want to wonder if it's healthy, if you have a very healthy boss. So anytime I got an evaluation from my healthy boss, I felt like safe and that I was open and um, like excited about the information that she was giving me. Number eight, so my favorite healthy boss always offered support when I requested it. I'm pretty sure there was never a time when she didn't just answer a question that I had, which was great and helped me like continue with my workflow and just get all the things done day to day. My favorite healthy boss, number nine, she definitely defined our roles, expectations, etc. And this is my favorite one. So my favorite healthy boss definitely encouraged good health and stress reduction in our workplace. And she had a lot of connections with community resources. So we would have things like yoga. We even had people come in and do like essential oils, which I thought was kind of random. But, you know, it was pretty fun because they were connected to our agency in actually a pretty direct way. So it was kind of fun. And she allowed for those things to happen because they were like pretty fun and they did promote stress reduction. And then 11, my favorite healthy boss 
definitely educated other management about stress, and she always cultivated a positive work environment. So with her other managers, she was super supportive, and they had an incredible team, and she just was able to communicate across different fields, anything from HR to front desk to other agencies to legal. She did it all. She was just a really great communicator, you know, allowed everyone to do their professional role. So it was such a great healthy work environment. And number 12, my favorite healthy boss was an amazing role model, and she practiced stress management herself. One of the things I remember about my favorite boss is she structured, committed, and prioritized self-care. She always had a really good balance. She'd get to work and then she would leave on time and she would schedule out for certain self-care things. Definitely took vacations and always was on a new adventure. Seemed to really have a very fun personal life as well. And so when somebody has a fun personal life, that means they're happy. That means they're balanced. It means they're, you know, scheduling and prioritizing things that make them happy. So a person that has a good work-life balance tends to be a happier, more balanced, resilient person. So that's why I loved my favorite boss. She definitely had a very interesting, uh, adventurous life outside of work and she really promoted that for her employees. So that's it. That's all I have for today. This is a conversation that comes up a lot, and unfortunately, it's just really sad that most of us encounter unhealthy bosses and you know somewhat toxic and dysfunctional people in our work environments, but just know that when you do get a healthy boss or bosses, have a lot of gratitude for them because they are priceless. And again, you know, eight years later, I still remember how my favorite healthy boss made me feel. And when I look back on her, I just feel like she was one of the most important people in my life because otherwise I wouldn't have a very good idea of what it's like to be a healthy boss. But since I had her, I do know. And again, she's my bright shining star and I do model a lot of my career and my life based upon how much influence and impact she had on me and how she allowed me to grow and develop as a professional. So that's it. Those are the 12 ways that your boss or yourself can promote a healthy workplace and a positive workplace and reduce stress amongst yourselves, amongst your coworkers, and amongst whoever you serve. So those are the 12 ways that you can sort of observe management around you and identify if they're promoting a healthy work environment and promoting stress management techniques. Okay, that's it for today. That's episode 33, the beginning of season three. So I will see you in next episode and I hope all of you are having a good work week and that you're taking time for self-care and that you're finding people in your life that bring you love and joy and abundance. Okay, see you next episode and have a good evening. Take care, friends.